0: What's going on y'all welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Booth your go-to podcast for all things pertaining to events where we literally have you covered from A to E so it doesn't matter if you're just an attendee if you're a bride if you're a coordinator if you're a DJ when it comes to the event space we literally have you covered and today we continue this week which is all about audio. Because audio is super duper important. And audio has such a major impact on just the overall experience. The oral engagement that happens when you're anywhere. You can even go to the store. I mean, if you walk into a store and the music's playing and you're doing some shopping, you're looking at clothes, whatever. But the music's too loud. I promise you, you're not going to stay that long. If, you know, you're going in. And you start shopping, and you start looking at clothes, and you're cruising through. What you don't, and you're you're like, oh my goodness, it's been like forty five minutes. And I'm still here. What you may not realize is the fact that that soundtrack in the background is literally kind of helped turn your brain off in certain areas, to that you're not thinking about time or thinking about what everything else you got to do. You're just engaging in that moment, and that moment happens to be your shopping, which is why stores are very. You know strategic about their playlist they're very strategic about their the volume level of the speakers the placement of the speakers make sure that you can hear the sound all across the store not just for the paging aspect so it doesn't matter if you're talking about forever 21 or if you're talking about target if you're talking about Abercrombie and finch or if you're talking about um ikea like the sound is very it's very strategic the way they do that because audio is super duper important so when it comes to the event space it doesn't matter if you're talking about a wedding, if you're talking about a banquet, if you're a fundraiser, a carnival, sound is super duper important. Which means whoever your you know your sound tech is, your audio engineer, your DJ, your band, they carry a lot more weight and responsibility than just initially what's in their agreed upon description of what they're going to do or cover for the event. So. This one again. This is this one does not matter if you're an attendee because if you're an attendee, your experience is going to be affected by the audio. So if even if you just listen to this one, and next time you go shopping, you're a little bit more cognizant of how what's being played is playing into your shopping experience, or if the speakers are screeching, or if it's too loud, that how that's going to diminish your experience. So it doesn't matter if you're an attendee, if you're a bride, again, this is very important because you're gonna it's gonna help you think about some different aspects of again the table settings. You know, where you're gonna put people and where the DJ or the band is supposed to set up or where you're gonna have the speaker set up if you're not doing any of that, you're doing super simplistic. Because I'm sorry, I know you love Nana, but if you love Nana, don't put Nana right next to the speakers. Please. Do her a favor, do your vendor a favor. Do not put Nana right next to the speakers because if they have to project the volume loud enough to cover a vast amount of space, if you stand on the opposite side of where they're going to be stationed or where the speaker is or where the DJ is or where the band is, then they, if you stand on the opposite side of the room, you can hear decently what is supposed to be heard through those speakers however the closer you get the louder you get because the closer you're getting to the source so when you sit nana at the table that's right next to the speakers i know you love nana but it's also showing that you either hate nana or you hate your vendor because nana's gonna be nana's gonna be giving your vendor dirty looks all night long people are gonna be coming from the table asking them if they can turn it down it's just gonna be a very very hard night um and again because sound is Super important and you have to make sure that it's heard and it's audible across the entire space So this is why again placement is so important and placement is everything So go back and check out that episode when I talked about exactly how placement Plays a big part in everything that flows into an event. So this plays a major part and just sound in general which plays a part in the experience in general if you're a coordinator Same thing. You have to be very strategic about where you're putting the tables and where you're putting, you know, who, what, when and where and how the room is going to be set up and arranged and how it's going to be facing. So, again, it does not matter if this is a banquet or if this is a wedding, if it's a reception Uh, by wedding. I mean, wedding ceremony. It doesn't matter if it's a reception, if it's a fundraiser. If you're coordinating this event, you know, you have to be very strategic and very mindful of where everything is and how everything is. Placed and so, how everything will be heard. Because if you have it placed in different locations or a location that's too distant, if you have to do any speaking, if you have to do any announcements, then you're not going to be audible. If you have it placed too close, it's going to be very loud in a very central area where the outskirts will not really be able to be hearing what's going on. Uh, The interior. Section of the event will be able to be heard nice and clearly But again, it's just like all of these things play a part DJs, this is most important for you because this is part of your job Because when you're bringing the music and you're bringing the energy Like where your place plays a part, but also where you place your speakers play a part So that is why you have to also do your due diligence Coordinate with the coordinator the event planner with the bride with whomever The venue with whomever you're you're working with who's bringing you in or who's hiring you to know where you're going to be placed. And most importantly, especially if you can set up a time to do a just a venue walk, even if it has to be virtual Set up a, a time where you can actually see the space. You can kind of get a layout of how things are going to be placed. Where things are going to be looking on the day of. So you know if you need to bring two speakers, eight speakers, whatever. I have known some venues where it's like the DJ didn't do the due diligence. They brought eight speakers so they can be heard all over the place. But it was absolute overkill. So they had to... It was absolute overkill. I'll leave it at that. And they not only... Increase the workload for themselves to set up everything and then of course tear down everything But the sound balance Ratio throughout the entire space was unnecessary because the acoustics of the building Were actually working against all of the excessive speakers that were there again that were completely unnecessary So, I mean do you need two speakers? Do you, will you be fine with you know, three speakers two speakers in a sub one speaker like What you need to bring? This information helps you to know so you can be in the best shape possible because you'll know where you're placed, how big the space is, if there's anything kind of going around the corner. So, yeah, you may need a speaker to reach around the corner. Um, If everything is centralized, in the main area, so you can kind of just turn the speakers outward and it kind of feeds around itself. And then, of course, you have the sub. Focusing the the lower end straight in front of you, which was directional to that's where the dance floor is going to be Which is important or if you're way on the outskirts and the dance floor is on the opposite end of the corridor All of these things play a part. So knowing what you need to bring, how you need to set up, and therefore how to adjust your levels is super important. Because again, the people that are sitting right underneath the speakers are going to hate you all night because you have to be loud enough to be heard on the opposite side of the room. The people on the opposite side of the room aren't going to think you're doing a good job because they can't hear you. So it's a very interesting situation that, of course, you have to collaborate and coordinate with all the other parties to make it work in your favor so that you can do your job effectively, efficiently, and most importantly, without having to quadruple your workload. And again, like I said, everybody else. So photographers, you know, you get to know where all the highlights and the lands are and things like that, as well as you get to kind of hear what's happening if you're somewhere else taking pictures and capturing of the moments, you can kind of hear what's going on because you're in, a, in an area where it's audible. Um, caterers kind of get into the groove based upon the music that's being played, which helps their cooking um, or preparation, which gets them in the zone, of course, to have the energy that they need to serve in the way that they need to serve, whether it be they're just doing it buffet style and they just need to replace um, the, 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 the items when they get low. Or if they're actually going out and serving the people at the tables, whatever, you know, has been agreed upon, it helps them get in the zone. So sound is super duper important. So the audio is majorly important, which is why it does not matter if you are a band, if you are a DJ, if you're just the sound tech. And by sound tech, I mean, you're just there. You're going to be play the you're going to play a couple songs off of, you know, an iPod or for of Spotify or off of um, Pandora or Apple Music or whatever. And you're responsible for muting and unmuting the microphones. And um, that's really the extent of what you're doing. And so whatever music you're bringing to the table is strictly more so for ambiance and background. So it doesn't matter. You have to give yourself ample time to set up. That is probably the most important part of anything. Um, One, actually, the second, no, it's the most important part. The second most important part is going to be doing a check ahead of time. Knowing, you know, again, the battery levels are, are good. You just replaced the batteries. You just went to the store the other day. Not the other day being, you know, three events ago. And so, you know, you have batteries in the mic and the mic is gonna die midway through the event because you don't have batteries. And you check your back and you don't have spare batteries. And you don't have the cables that you need for the speaker. And you don't have the auxiliary cable that you need for their, for your your your, your i or your iPhone or for your or your laptop. Or you don't you know, or you don't have just the power plug. Making sure you do your pre- your prep work is super duper important. Again, doesn't matter if you're a band, DJ, sound tech. Have your gear prepped ahead of time. Because the most important thing is to get there early enough to do a thorough sound check. It's not good enough just to set up. You have to set up. And do a sound check. Because if you were somewhere last week. Or somewhere a couple days ago. That you did an event for. And the acoustics was in this room. That was full of hardwood. It's going to sound different than this event that you're doing today. That's all outdoors. So all outdoors. Grass. You have a nice decent breeze. Um, some trees in the, are in the area. How that's going to impact that. It's going to make a difference. From what you did before. So you got to recalibrate your sound you got to recalibrate your eq you got to recalibrate again the levels on your speaker the volume levels the 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 sub low range coverage levels you have to adjust your levels accordingly because what you did the last event isn't necessarily going to translate to this event because they're not the same space even necessarily sometimes when it is the same space some unforeseen factors such as humidity or coldness or heat or things like that play a part in how your your equipment is going to perform and therefore how things are going to sound so that is why it is super duper important to get there early and make sure you get plenty of time to set up and make sure you have plenty of time to actually do a sound check because it is that important and then not only that but to give yourself a wide range of your sound check now checking something soft And then going around and sitting down at all the tables and kind of seeing how it would hear from, you know, the attendees perspective. Is this loud? Is it soft? Is it, you know, what is a good volume level when they're sitting out there? And again, now this is going to slightly change once people actually show up. Because when people show up, just the whole body mass of people coming together also affects the acoustics, which affects the sound. And so just even from an empty space, just still sitting down, adjusting the volume to hear what it sounds like from an attendee's perspective and talk to yourself or talk to somebody, you know, next to you or pretend like you're having a conversation because that's what people do when they're sitting down those tables. That's what people do when they're sitting down in the, you know, in the chairs waiting for the wedding ceremony to start. So that way you can assess if it's loud enough that it's heard to create you know, the ambiance and breathe the background music or if it's too loud where it's actually slightly disruptive. And then, of course, you can give yourself that plenty of change for when it's time to switch gears. So, again, speaking of a wedding, pre-ceremony, you know, you're at a decent level. You've sat in the chairs, you know what it sounds like from, you know, in different areas from the front row to the back row, from one side of it to the other side of it, of of the ceremony space how things sound, okay, it's good. Now, so you know even then, and it also lets the people know without having to say anything when the ceremony's starting because you have an increase in volume when you know the groomsmen and stuff like that coming out. And then most importantly, when the bride is coming, the volume goes up and that lets everybody know without a single word, stand up, here comes the bride. Now, the flip side of it is that you also have to do a mic check. You know, pretend that you're the officiant. Pretend that you're the bride. Pretend that you're the groom. You know, stand on both sides of the mic. Um, That way you kind of get that assessment of how loud it's going to be or if it's going to be audible. Audible for the audience. Because, I mean, granted, now if the videographer, you know, brings their, you know, their audio capture equipment and they plug it directly into your soundboard, then they're going to capture the best audio directly, almost basically from the source. Cool. The other side of the equation, though, is the fact that once that's done but they're good but now the audience on the other hand may not be as good because they can't really hear in real time what's being said the vowels that are being communicated and expressed and all of that is super duper important which of course makes the day so special for everyone involved so get the sound check in. get the sound check on the audio for the sound. get the sound check for the audio for the for the speaking. I mean when I say sound I mean music um get the get the get the the sound check for speaking into the mic. how it's gonna sound like now I talked for mobile tip Monday we talked about different mic techniques and you know you get to know if somebody's speaking directly and two the mic versus not speaking directly into the mic how that plays a part in the adjustments that you need to make what how much space do you have to kind of maneuver to increase the volume increase the gain increase you know anything without having to get feedback where things are going to be placed once everything gets turned on are you going to get feedback so all that's super duper important because again once you get to The, like, the dancing portion, again, this doesn't matter if this is a, an actual dance dance, if it doesn't matter if it's a, a, um, reception, doesn't matter if it's a fundraiser. Volume doesn't necessarily translate to energy. Now, there is a variance, like, okay, you can't be too... Soft on the volume and then therefore people really can't hear so people can't really engage and tune in and therefore, you know Really have fun and start dancing or whatever On the same time it being too loud is also very disruptive and then you find yourself Looking at people, you know leaving to get quote-unquote fresh air. They're not leaving to get fresh air They're leaving to get away so they can it's just too loud in the space that the dancing is commencing So they got to go outside for some quote-unquote fresh air. They got to go outside to give their ears a break. I'm just going to cut it to you straight. They need, it's just too loud. So therefore you got to bring it down. So volume doesn't necessarily translate to energy. Now there are other components of, you know, DJing, mixing, the music itself, tempos, and things like that, that translate into energy. But volume alone does not necessarily translate to energy. So finding that proper balance again for things being loud enough that is not overbearing but not soft enough. Now that range you have to play with which is why you have to give yourself plenty of time to get there early enough to set up. And not just set up but be done with your sound check. Because there's nothing worse than when people are arriving and you're still in the process of your sound check. So now you're kind of rushing through your sound check and you're not as thoroughly prepared once the event actually begins because one thing about events is there's no do-overs There's no like, oh wait, I'm I'm sorry. Wait, let's go back real quick. Let's let's rewind this You know about 30 seconds and let me make these adjustments The moment happens in real time. So there you you got to be on it Which means that you have to know again all of these things ahead of time And the best way to know is to know the lay of the land Where you're going to be set up where things are going to be set up around you How that's going to impact what you do and secondly, getting there early enough to actually get a good sound check in. I mean, people even do it for churches. Why? Because it's a live event that's taking place. So the the, the praise band, the choir, the whomever, musicians, they got to get there early enough. Not just to warm up, but to do a sound check to make sure that there's no feedback. Make sure that everybody can be heard. Make sure that this all the speakers are, work, are working properly. And the thing about... A church, for example, is it's the exact same space week after week after week, but nonetheless, sound checks still happen week after week after week. So if that happens at somewhere that is consistent and not going anywhere, how much more important is that for you as a mobile warrior that you may be outdoors this week, indoors next week, in a wood area the week after that, outdoor patio section the week after that? To get in and get a sound check and to know, again, to make sure that everything's heard, the ranges are heard nicely, the mic is performing well, you're not getting feedback, you're not getting, you know, just glitches in your sound. And that the sound is carrying over across the the space in its entirety in the way that it's meant to. I mean, just take a pin in that and just think about it for a second. Because that is... Just super important. I mean, the same thing. You know, I mentioned churches, but the same thing goes for like sporting uh, arenas. You know, consistent. You know, baseball fields, basketball arenas, football stadiums. I mean, they still do mic check. They still do mic checks and sound checks and check their their tech just like when the athletes are warming up every single game, despite the fact that the the venue is the same week after week after week, and more times than not the engineers the the sound techs the djs they're the same week after week after week but a sound check still has to happen just to make sure that there wasn't a glitch or a systems issue or somebody accidentally turning off a monitor you know between last week and this week or somebody forgetting this cable between this week and this week so if it's important for All of these different places, it is important for your fundraiser, for your wedding, for your your school dance, for your father-daughter dance, for your mother-son dance, for your carnival. It is just as important for you as it is for them. So I apologize if this one comes off as a little bit preachy, but I mean, it's super important. And I hope this, I cannot stress it enough. Exactly exactly how sound matters and how it will play into either making or breaking your event. I mean, when things go wrong, because they will go wrong, if things get delayed, because things do get delayed, if you add bad sound on top of all of that, then it only makes it that much worse for the participants and the people around and people involved. It makes their experience diminish that much more. Because now it's just an annoyance, you know, that is too loud or it's too soft or the squeaking speakers or things like that. So you have to be very cognizant to make sure that your your sound is on point. To make sure that everything sounds good and it sounds clear and it sounds crisp. And the volume level is just right. I mean, it's kind of like that Goldilocks situation. I mean, you can't be like, okay, this level is too high. This level is too low. This level is just right. You know, this level is too loud. This level is too soft. This level is just right. Like, you got to go through that, which is why sound checks are super duper important. So, A, you got to know your gear. Do your, pre, your pre-prep. your Do your homework. As far as what the space looks like. Um, how many tools of yours you're going to need um again because you can also overkill so don't overkill and don't come under prepared um because yeah you don't want to work against yourself and therefore you don't want to work against the experience of the people that will be there so do your prep work do your homework and then most importantly give yourself plenty of time to set up and do a thorough sound check before people are anticipated to arrive so if the event starts at like three o'clock anticipate having your sound check and done by like two 30 and that's even including early birds who like to show up super duper early because there are people that are like oh it starts at three I show up at three there are other people that are like oh it starts at three let's show up early and let's be there at 245 so that way we're on time like <laughs> like nothing against either one of those and people who think of course oh this event starts at three I show up basically as they're saying I now pronounce you husband and wife um, <laughs> So, you gotta, it doesn't matter when people show up, but you have to say, okay, this is the timetable of when this is gonna start. I need to make sure that my sound check is done, clean, crisp, clear, finished, and over with so that by at least 30 minutes before, if not an hour before, but at least 30 minutes before, I can just kick into background mode if people start showing up that early if people don't start showing up that early then that's just more time for me to kind of relax before it's i'm actually supposed to quote unquote go to work again doesn't matter if you're a band if you're a musician if you're in a, if you're a sound tech it doesn't matter if you're a dj like if you are in regards to that part so again live musicians Musicians know better than anybody else like you got to show up. You got to get your sound check in that way You're checking your instrument making sure it sounds right. You don't need a retune or anything like that Uh, Making sure that you can play well your setup. Well, the chair sits well the mic the microphone uh, Is placed well to be able to pick you up the music stand is placed Well, so you can actually read the music like all of these components play into it their preparation so as a sound check or as a DJ as a band again having all of these things locked in ahead of time is super duper important so that way when guests show up you're not working in the process which rushes you so then you feel rushed and then so therefore you're frazzled you're frazzled you're not flowing into the sound metrics that you already have in mind from the sound check that you created so audio matters so important to make sure that the volume is not too loud and not too soft and again if you love nana and you appreciate nana Don't put Nana right next to the speakers. (laughs) I cannot stress that enough. And I laugh about it because that's a true story. I've had that happen more times than I care to count where, you know, I've, I've had my speaker space properly across the room to engage the space well enough. And then there's the DJ booth and literally like a foot and a half in front of the DJ booth. So therefore like a couple feet in front of the speakers is the table that, grandma sitting at and so I'm getting mean looks from grandma all night long about how loud it is and it's not even that loud I did my sound check I did my sound check at that table I did my sound check across the room and found a decent level where it's soft enough no matter where you're sitting in the room you can engage in conversation and still I got (laughs) mean. still I got mean looks from Nana all night long (laughs) she hated me And I wasn't doing anything intentionally to antagonize her or or just egg her on or anything like that You know, I was simply doing my job and I was trying to be mindful of her trying to be considerate of her while at the same time making sure that You know Sound is heard across the floor accordingly. So of course it makes it worse when nana's sitting at her table (laughs) Because she's tired and it's time for the dancing part and the dance floor is on the other side of the of nana's table and so you have the music up so everybody can dance and really have a good time, but it's not that loud where it's excruciating on the other side of the room. And I'm still really getting mean looks from Nana all night long because she's at this point livid with me because of how loud it is. And she's sitting right in front of the speaker. So <laughs> if you love Nana, please do not put Nana right in front of the speakers in front of the DJ booth or in front of the, the stage where a band will be performing or something like that. And if you don't really care about Nana, and this is your passive-aggressive way of saying, I didn't even want to invite you. <laughs> then put her in front of the speakers. Put her in front of the band. Put her in front of uh, the musicians. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope you got a- some useful tips and tricks to help make your sound sound good for your event. So that way it will impact it in a very positive way. And I hope you all enjoyed this one. And if you do so, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, again just stay up to date with all the content we're sending up there's so much in the works for you all i'm super duper excited so catch y'all on the next episode y'all have a good week peace